Hi, Kenny. How are you doing? Hi, Erin. I'm doing good. How about yourself? Pretty good. Hanging in there. Awesome. So today we are going to talk about something that is probably beneficial for people who are quarantined together. Dirty talk. Yeah, buddy. Dirty talk. So I had mentioned it in one of our last recordings that person reached out to me and asked me about dirty talk and if it's weird or if it's beneficial and I let them know that it could be a whole lot of fun. Dirty talk can help arouse a partner to the point of orgasm. And then also it helps keep your partner in the loop, like what you like and what you don't like, because your partner can't read your mind unless you tell them if they're doing it right. I agree. What are some of the pointers that you have come across or some of the stuff that you've practiced, some of the things that you've heard people incorporate? Well, when you're thinking about dirty talk, keeping it positive can really be beneficial. When we're talking about dirty talk, we don't want to put a person down. It's to help increase that communication. So keeping it positive, keeping it dirty within your comfort level, no reason to clean it up, right? And so with the positive bringing somebody down, what if somebody's into the humiliation, you know, that kind of thing? Is that still dirty talk or are we crossing over into something that requires consent? Because I've been asked that question before too. Okay. So that is something that requires consent. Mm -hmm. When you're talking about individuals who enjoy humiliation, because it could still get you aroused. So when we're talking about dirty talk, we're talking about using specific language. Now we're talking about humiliation talk. That's consent. That's a conversation that you have with your partner. When you say, when you told me that I was a bad girl, that was nice and all. But now if you tell me that I'm a shoe licking dirty bitch, we need (laughs) consent. Because that can either get you in the mood or get you out of the mood. Right. And then the don't try and clean it up. So I guess that means using the urban language or like some of the stuff that I'll say to my couples. So when you want to have sex, what do you say? Hey, if you, let me put my penis in your vagina. Like, is that <laughs> is that what people really say when they get ready to have sex? What do people say? When I ask people that, they really don't know. They can't remember how they communicate that to their partner. Oh, things like, I want to fuck you. I want to put my cock in your mouth. I want to put your co- my cock in your pussy. I want to put my cock in your asshole. I want you to get down and lick my pussy. Those are the things that we're talking about when we're just saying, don't try to clean it up. Again, but keeping it within the realms of what's comfortable for you and your partner. If you have said to your partner, I don't like it when you call my vagina a twat, call it my pussy. Like using words like that. If somebody says to you, I don't like you calling my penis a dick, call it cock. Using words that we both agree upon that both make us feel aroused. Yeah. You can get some ideas off of the yes, no, maybe list. There's a section of the yes, no, maybe list that has boundaries, like language boundaries on there. You know, what you like for people to say to you in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. you like your body parts to be labeled one of the ideas on here on this list was put your thesaurus away and keeping things general what was your take on that 
So when I read that, put your thesaurus away, if you have to look up what you're trying to say, then you're not in the, then you're not in the, the headspace to be doing it. You're not being present. You're not participating. It, but then again, for new people who are new to dirty talk, there's nothing wrong with checking out the urban dictionary. I agree. I agree. I have seen some stuff in the urban, in the urban dictionary. Yeah, some stuff I have never come across. And I'm an old woman. Okay. And so there's some stuff in there that I know that it's been around for years. I have never heard of some of that stuff before. I'm like, oh my God. But yeah, you're right. It's a good idea to check out the urban dictionary and just ask. And then have conversations. These are some really good conversations to have. Like if you're with a group of your friends and having drinks, just have urban dictionary kind of conversations and then you'll be ready when you get ready to go to the bedroom. That's a great one. So this is not a new term. The term thought, like she was just a thought. I was sent this one, which made me laugh. I want to fuck you like you were a thought. And I was like... <laughs> Did you take offense to that? And the person who sent it to me said, well, I didn't know what it meant. And so we went to Urban Dictionary to look up what a thought was, how it was described in many different ways, because Urban Dictionary can be really colorful. It's just like, you know, somebody I don't have to commit to memory. So I want to fuck you like you were a thought. And I was like, whoa, that is some powerful shit right there. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> fuck you like you are a thought okay there's this book it's called my bed guest book and it has some pretty good ideas in there where you write down the date that you had your sexual encounter like the pillow talk that happened some other things that happened the noise level the positions that were attempted it has a little report card section what the ambience was like what the foreplay was like this can give you some pretty good ideas of dirty talk, you know, things like that. You know, if you're just not comfortable with dirty talk, you can use ideas from there and then looking at the urban dictionary. And then there are some little games like the uh, 100 sex questions. It can put you in the mood, you know, the vocabulary that you would use. The have you ever cards, you know, adventurous invitations for couples. So if you get in the practice of playing little games like that and you're comfortable using sex language, then it'll flow better when you're trying to dirty talk before, during, and after sex. Because people still talk dirty after sex. Yes, and I think that's a really good point to make, Erin, is that dirty talk can be amazing foreplay that helps set the mood for what's to come. And it doesn't just have to be the foreplay immediate before. You can start your dirty talk the day before, the morning of, and it can go throughout the day. Different ways for dirty talk can be in person, verbal. You can do it on the telephone. You can do it via text, depending on your level of security on your phone, you, you might just surprise yourself with, with what you come up with and what you like. So do you consider dirty talk, you mentioned foreplay, is it also a way of flirting? 
Yes. And I'm going to say, let's really be careful with dirty talk when we're flirting with new partners. Mm-hmm. In this day and age of virtual dating and meeting people online, be careful with the things that you say, because that could be really dangerous. That can give the person that you're dating or hooking up with the wrong idea. It could be a way of flirting when you're in a committed or established relationship where I'm not wearing any underpants or I look forward to doing this with you later can intrigue a person to continue communicating with you. And then like what we call it, if you just met the person, you don't have consent yet to say certain things. Like you don't know what the boundaries are. So yeah. And there are different ways that you can do, you know, dirty talk. Like you said, you can do the, it can be the day before, it can be in person, it can be the sexting and texting and all of it. You know, you can be creative with it. And some of the ideas that were listed here, like if it's before sex, you would be saying things to get into the mood or get your partner into the mood. You know, like, I need you right now. I can't wait until we get home. Just looking at you makes me horny. I want to taste you. You know, words like that. It's like an anticipation kind of thing. What I'm going to do to you or what your partner's going to do to you. And then the during sex, you know, this is where it gets really hot. The don't stop, the deeper, the harder. I want to make you come. I love your body. You feel so good. Pull my hair. Spank me. You like that, don't you? I want you to beg for it. I'm trying to not sound very excited. I'm a sex therapist, so I don't want to sound very excited when I'm saying these things on a podcast. I'm just giving examples on the podcast. Understood. Understood. So I will be the excitable one then. And... (laughs) (laughs) Along with those types of things during, you can say things like, I've been a bad boy, or you've been a bad girl, or I love how wet or how hard you make me. You like that, don't you? And when we're doing that kind of talk during sex, it can encourage your partner to stay in the moment with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're present. And that's how you know when things are appropriate. It's anticipation that I'm going to, I want to. Those are all of the before sex kind of things. You're doing things and saying things in preparation for, okay? When you feel nervous about it, this kind of helps to get rid of some of the anxiety when you're practicing, when you're using the anticipation words. And then when you get in the moment, you'll feel less nervous about using some of the other words. And I think when you're in the moment, I don't think people are really feeling nervous then because you're in the moment. The chemicals are already in play. You're excited. You're probably not even thinking about a lot of this stuff. You know, if somebody is fucking the shit out of you, you're not even thinking about the words. It's intuitive once you're actually in the moment. You know, when we're doing all the prep, so the before sex dirty talk, I want to just let people know that not only are you like getting in the mood, but it can be funny. Like, I think that sometimes people get hung up on the dirty talk. Like, well, what am I supposed to say? If they say that, what if I don't think it's sexy? Well, you can laugh. It could be funny. Yeah. You want to do what? Ha ha ha. (laughs) 
If you do that to me, I'm doing that to you. (laughs) (laughs) It can be funny. So permit yourself to laugh. You may think that you have to be completely serious when dirty talking, but you don't. A lot of times people forget that sex is not only a physical action, but it's an emotional action as well. And when we're talking about emotions, joy, happiness, contentment, fun can be part of it. It's not the serious, loving commitment. I have to stare into your eyes and like read your soul bullshit. You can laugh your head off. (laughs) Now you can have that kind of sex where your souls are connecting, but it doesn't always have to be that. You know, when you're doing the dirty talk, that's not usually the soul connectedness kind of sex. No. That's the fucking the shit out of you kind of sex when you're doing the dirty talk. And I've said this before, there are three different types of sex. You have the connectedness kind where you're trying to bond with your partner and it's the love making, and you're probably not going to do a lot of dirty talk. Maybe a little bit at the beginning, you may say things like, I need you right now. I want you right now. I want to taste you. And I wouldn't really call all of that dirty talk. It's still preparation talk. But then you have the other type of sex where it's instructional. And you probably wouldn't have a lot of dirty talk then either because your intention is to, you're teaching your partner something or they're teaching you something. You bought a new toy and you're trying to teach them something about your body how your body responds to something, some lubricant that you got or whatever, or some porn clip that you saw. So you're probably not going to have a lot of dirty talk there. But then if it's the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, stress management, fucking, then yeah, that's when all the dirty talk is going to come out. All of it. Before, after, during, all of it. Yeah. The after dirty talk can, again, be really rewarding because Mm -hmm. that idea of letting your partner know that you enjoyed yourself. So things like, that was amazing. You made me come so hard. And remember, everybody, Aaron's the professional and I get to be the, ah. And so... I wish we could do this every night. I'm ready to do the next round whenever you are. Those after sex dirty talk types of things just keep you connected to your partner Mm -hmm. um, and get some thinking about, well, I can't wait to do this another time. Yeah. And the debriefing afterward, we don't think about touching base with each other after sex. And a lot of this, I don't even think is necessarily dirty talk. It's still, to me, it will go under the umbrella of checking in with your partner. If something felt really good to you, definitely share that with your partner. So they'll know to do that again next time or do part of that again next time. And if something didn't feel good, you know, there's a sensitive way of saying it. Or you just say something like, well, I really like the way you did this, this, and this. And you may not even have to say anything about whatever didn't feel good. You just focus on what really, really felt good or what really, really turned you on. I think that's super important. And I've been talking a whole lot with my couples about the debriefing, you know, then the aftercare and and all of that. What other questions have people asked you 
about dirty talk. Some other things that I got regarding dirty talk was, can I have a note card? (laughs) A note card? And I said, yes. I said, if that's where you need to start to get yourself in the mood so that you get out of your head and into the moment, by all means, have cue cards. And then the more that you engage in the activity with your partner, the less that you'll need them and the more confident that you'll be. It's just the same as using any, like a book or like the, the card games that you were talking about earlier in the episode. If you need a prompt to help get you there, then incorporate it into your play so that you're more confident within yourself and then with your partner. Because confidence, when somebody sees that you're confident, they typically tend to get confident too. And I can't stress enough having these kind of conversations with people you're comfortable with. Go have a guys night out or girls night out or friends night out, you know, where you have a glass or two of wine and you're having dirty talk or locker room talk with your friends. If you're putting these urban comments out there with your friends, then you'll be more comfortable saying certain things when you're with your partner, you know, and you'll know what's socially acceptable if you're having these kind of conversations with your friends, you know, and you'll be able to get some new ideas. Okay, so there are certain times when people may not like dirty talk. You know, they're quiet or that's just not their thing. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that it can take away from the sexual experience. It just means that you're not into dirty talk. You know, they're just not into doing a lot of chit chat during sex. And that's okay. You know, or maybe one person might be into dirty talk and the other person isn't. And it's okay. So you just figure out what's comfortable for the two of you. And it's worthy of a conversation before you even get into the bedroom. You should have talk before you have dirty talk. I think that's a key point. I think I'll definitely use that in sessions. You should have talk before you have dirty talk. That's a good one. And we just don't think about all of these things before we have sexual encounters, that sex is about communication. It's about boundaries, it's about consent, and it doesn't matter what level of sex it is, whether it's the dirty talk or, you know, whether you're fucking somebody in the ass. You have to have communication about all of it. You should be having communication with all of it. It's way more fun when you're having communication about all of it. There's no pretense. Everybody gets to have a say in the enjoyment level. I agree. And you're able to relax more. There's no pressure being put on either party. You don't have to look at the situation like, you know, oh, I have to make this person come. It's not like that. You know, if you're having the more communication that you have when you're being sexual. Absolutely. So just to kind of recap, dirty talk, let it be positive unless the person has articulated that they like something to look or sound a little different. Don't try to clean it up. There's no need to use language that is anatomically correct unless you're a scientist and you're into that. So like if you're playing like doctor and you're role playing. And then you you adapt it to the partner. You may have been in a relationship with somebody five years ago and they like certain words 
and then now you're in a relationship with somebody else and they are just appalled by certain words. And so be careful with that. And remember there's the before talk where you're preparing, you're getting each other revved up and it can be, it can last for days. It could be sexting and texting and, you know, in person. And then you do the, what you're saying during, and you're not going to even think about any of that. It's the in the moment kind of stuff. And then the afterward, you know, where you're saying what worked for you, what you enjoyed. I'm glad that I got the, the shout out about dirty talk and can it be helpful? What do I do? It made for a good episode. Yes, it did. Absolutely. And so for next week, we'll come up with a, another fun topic. And in the interim, you be safe and take care. You too, Erin. Thanks, everybody. You can email me at erin at brighterfutureea.com or you can email Kenny at KT Pollitt, that's P O L I T as in Tango, 24 at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Aaron Alexander, hosted by Kenny Pollitt and Aaron Alexander, and mixed and edited by William Lynch.